Hey, 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 Beer Mile Nation. Hope everyone's week is off to an excellent start. I am your co-host, Chris. Thank you for tuning into the Beer Mile podcast, the drinking podcast with a running problem, bringing some spice to the running world. Today, we're checking in with Aisha Pratlier to see how she is recovering from her knee surgery that she had right after the Tokyo Olympics. She unfortunately injured her knee heading into the Tokyo Olympics, but still had the courage to go out there and compete, even though she was nowhere near 100%, and immediately had to get a knee surgery after she got home from the Olympics. So we chat with her in her and Will Lear's home in Crested Butte, Colorado, to see how she's recovering, as well as see what the experience was like at the Tokyo Olympics. It was her second Olympic Games, and unique for good and bad reasons. Bad being her knee was messed up going into it, but good being that she had her team boss teammates there alongside of her, and that it was her second Olympics, so she knew what to expect going in. So we talk about all of that right here in this quick check-in. The full podcast episode with Will Lear is going to be coming out in two days on Thursday. So make sure you are subscribed to the Beer Mile podcast on the podcast platform of your choice. And we will also have a video version of that one as well, because when we do in-person podcasts, we always have to have the video and we know from past experience that those just hit different. So Will and I have some beers and some good banter, and you definitely do not want to miss this hilarious episode coming out in a couple of days. You'll be able to find the video version of that on our YouTube channel, Beer Mile Media. And also, if you go to Beer Mile Media on YouTube right now, you will actually see a game of Flip Cup that I had against Will Lear with $200 on the line. Loser had to donate to the other's charity of choice. So take a look at that and see who won between Will Lear and myself. This week, we also need your help, Beer Mile Nation. Head on over to UAAllOutMile.com and sign up for the Under Armour All Out Mile. It is a completely free event where you can compete for tens of thousands of dollars in prizes in a global virtual mile race. You get access to free coaching, training programs, etc. throughout the month of September with the goal of setting a personal best in the mile in October as part of the virtual event where big prize money will be given out to the fastest runners, the fastest teams, as well as, and this is what we're trying to get the money for right here, is the team that has the most registrants sign up. Again, this is completely free. All you have to do is go to uaalloutmile.com, click register here, create your fit rankings account, which is super quick. It takes 15 seconds. And then you click on the teams tab and you'll see beer mile nation there. And if you don't see it, just type in the search bar beer. You'll see beer mile nation with tinny or orange little running mascot can guy join our team. And that's it. The team that has the most people signed up for it is going to get $15,000 to donate to their youth sports charity of choice. So what better way to show Under Armour, to show the world what Beer Mile Nation is all about than to register for the Beer Mile Nation team and show that we can pull up a much bigger squad than any of these other lame teams out there. Again, it is totally free. It literally takes 15 seconds, no strings attached, 15 seconds to sign up. And honestly, you don't even have to run the event. You can just go sign up. And if you choose in October to not run the virtual race for whatever reason, I don't know why you would do that. But if you choose not to run the virtual race, then don't do it. Literally just go create an account, enter your email and password, and that's it. And you're going to be helping us and helping youth around the nation, around the world, by being able to donate $15,000 to a charity of our choice. So thank you all that have already registered. We're currently, I think, sitting in third place as a team for the number of registrants, but we can do so much better than that. 
head on over to uaalloutmile.com. Make sure you register and then make sure you join Team Beer Mile Nation. And let's get that bread, son. And I'm serious about this, y'all. I'm going to pause right now, give you 15 seconds to go do it. Tick, 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 tick. All right. You better have signed up. The next time I refresh that page, we better have hella registrants. Now let's get into this one with Aisha Protlier. Checking in with her in her home in Crested Butte on how she is doing, recovering from knee surgery, and what her experience was like at the Tokyo Olympics 2020, but actually 2021. Cheers, y'all. Welcome to the couch portion of this The, the couch portion of the Beer Mile podcast here. So how, how are you feeling uh, with the knee surgery? How are you recovering so far? Um, so far, so good. The first four days of my life, I thought I would never leave the couch again. It was, um, it was actually the worst. I did set a personal best of amount of most amount of pain that I've ever been in, in my life. And that was the night after surgery where I thought I was like cool and tough and like had a high enough pain tolerance to not really take the pain medication, even though I was definitely advised to do that. Um, so that was exciting. Personal yeah. bests are always a good time. Um, yep. but so, so it was significantly worse then than when you actually heard oh, it. Because yeah. you were still you said you were still able to complete the workout. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. When I when I um when I heard it, I was just doing a drill that I'd done a hundred times before and just had like a, a weird step, heard a pop, felt a pop. It was pretty painful. Yeah. Um for about two minutes. But then I I told myself this is a key workout, do one more stride, see how it feels. Did a stride, was fine, crushed a workout. Thought I was fine. A couple days go by. I was definitely not fine. It was Yikes. super swollen, yeah. um, difficult to walk. And uh, yeah, but then the knee surgery was way worse. I feel like I got, this is just all a cruel joke. Like I didn't do any, didn't do anything to deserve this, it's, but yeah. um, here I am and doing well. Yeah. After the first four days, I started to feel better and now I'm on um, almost week two. So it's going great. That's good. So when, what is the timeline for being able to start, I guess, walking again, and then maybe yeah. you know, jog a minute, walk five minutes, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, so this is a crazy injury. Um, so I didn't tear my meniscus. My meniscus is like beautiful and intact, okay. but instead what happened is I tore it off the bone. It's called a meniscus root tear. I did a medial meniscus root tear, which is a complete freak injury. It usually happens with, um, overweight women in their sixties. So um, not you. So not the me. complete opposite <laughs> of you. Okay. Um, so yeah, the, um, the surgery is actually pretty intense. They had to grab the, the edge of my torn roots with two Kevlar threads, take those threads through two holes that were drilled through my tibia and then sort of sew those threads onto a button on the other side of my tibia. So, Pretty serious surgery, very invasive. invasive. Um, And it was, it was really cool. We were at my post-op appointment yesterday and the surgeon went through and, and showed me all these cams and my surgeon's name is Dr. Hackett. He's at uh, the Stedman clinic and it's like the most amazing person ever. Like even texted me the night before saying like, Hey, this is going to go great. If you have any questions, let me know, but you're in good hands. Best experience ever. Um, But so where they were operating was uh, a four millimeter margin of error. So really, really intense uh, deal. But the the surgery is really sure if I let it recover, but um, I'm non-weight bearing for six weeks. Six weeks, okay. Which is a long time. Um, yeah. Crutches yeah. for six weeks, and then the return to play is actually pretty slow. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, this is a big one. So I'll be out for many months. I saw, um, I've been watching a lot of TV. And if you pause the TV, you know, Comcast rolls through some pieces of of news. And I saw Roger Federer. Roger Federer is on his third knee surgery for his right knee and will be out for, quote, many months. And so that's my that's my tagline. I'm out for many months. We'll, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what it looks like by the end. Yes, yeah. you'll, you'll make the comeback. Yeah, you'll make yeah. the comeback. So, so how was the... Olympic experience then this year, like going in, knowing you weren't at a hundred percent. Yeah. Did, were you able to still, I guess, enjoy the moment and yeah. be present in it, you know, knowing that you weren't at a hundred percent your performance ability? Yeah. It was really an interesting way to be at the Olympics. I, um, I think most athletes when they get to that level have a certain ability to be slightly delusional. So, um, that's one of my superpowers and also my biggest weaknesses. So I was sort of thinking that, I want to stay as high of a level as I possibly can be without actually running that maybe, maybe, maybe I could stand out of the starting line and run the standard for next year's world championships. Right. I didn't say this out loud to anyone. Um, and then when I, when I said this out loud afterward to my coach and other people, they were laughing at me like that is totally ridiculous that you could have ever thought that that was possible. Right. Um, I ran like kind of better than anybody thought I could have, mm-hmm. um, that being said, I was just like riding this little happy line of like, I, um, this is so far out of my control. Yeah. I want to be there. I want to do the best that I can, but I also want to enjoy it. And, and honestly, I enjoyed Tokyo more than I enjoyed Rio. Really? I did. It was, it was amazing. I think, uh, for a couple of reasons, the biggest reason being I had my training partners and in Rio, when I was on the Oregon track club, we didn't have a lot of women on the team. And I found myself being alone a lot. And the village was really sort of far flung out in Rio and not every athlete stayed in the village. So I found myself just kind of like really intimidated and, um, overwhelmed all the time. But this time being in Tokyo, I'd done it before, um, I had my training partners to go to the dining hall with. I thought it was super cool that all athletes had to stay in the village. And I'm sure people, for, for my federation, you have to stay in the village. Other federations, it's not a requirement. Right. Um, so I kind of liked it. It was like leveling the playing field a little bit. For sure. You also got to see everyone. Yeah. Um, and it was it was a really cool. So I, I just tried to kind of accept where I was that like I could only do my best. And it, it kind of took some... I don't know. Um, it took some sort of like looking into the future away from me, which right. made me stay super present and made yeah. me stay like super uh, just involved in the daily and excited for my teammates and excited to go to the dining hall and eat udon for every meal. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. it, was, it was really great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what was your level of pain like while you were racing? And I, I'm assuming kind of before, well, obviously after, but before the race, were you yeah. even really able to run the days leading up to it? Or yeah. Were you just- it was, so it was really interesting. I, when I had first injured it, I was in Switzerland and, um, the doctor, the doctor who read my MRI, um, which the whole like situation was amazing. Like Swiss medicine was like, so on top of it, I went to the doctor, they gave me an MRI within 15 minutes of me being there. They read the MRI within 15 minutes of me getting out of the MRI machine and then told me what my injury was 15 minutes after that. Wow. Wow. Can you imagine? That's, it was so cool. I was like, is this is amazing. Of, we're doing this wrong. Yeah, yeah, we were doing it all wrong in the US. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was great. Uh, but also 
tragic because um, the doctor was was really upfront, and I appreciate his honesty. But um, he had said, you know, there's there's no way you can go to Tokyo and run on this. This is not possible. You need surgery, not today, but in the next few days. So you know, prepare to head home and and do that. Um, we'd gotten six opinions um, yeah. when when everybody woke up. Um, in North America, um, some from some Olymp- Olympic doctors who had said, we understand your desire to do this. So here's a plan that you could potentially follow. So what I did was um, I landed in Tokyo on the 25th. On the 26th, I got um, the fluid drained from my knee and I got a cortisone injection. And until then, my knee hurt. Like I was walking really slowly. Um, I could get on the stationary bike. And, um, once I got warmed up, I could like get some work. And so I I just cross trained for, from a Monday to Saturday. I only cross trained. Um, I, I took one day to feel totally sorry for myself. I did nothing. And then I had one day where I felt moderately sorry for myself, (laughs) got in the pool, aqua jogged for 11 minutes and then got out and said, screw this. This sucks. Um, but beyond that, I, I cross trained until I got to Tokyo the next day, um, got it drained, got a cortisone injection. And then within about 24 to 48 hours, I thought like, Hey, I can actually run on this. Um, which it went as well as anybody yeah, could have. That's pretty wild. There was a spectrum. It was like, it might work and you can run. It might not work at all. And like you, I'll run a hundred meters of the race and then drop out. Yeah. And I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Um, so luckily it worked pretty well. And, um, I took two more days to cross train and then I did pretty much no more than 12 minutes of running each day. Um, but Joe found a way for me to be able to sort of test it enough. Um, I would run 10 minutes to warm up and then I would do like three track reps and yeah. then, if I was lucky, if I felt okay, I would jog a lap to cool down. If I didn't feel great, I would just, just sit it. down and ice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I could get on the bus and get back to the village and walk back and be okay. So it was really just like about pain management. And um, the day before the race, I actually did like a almost normal pre-race. Um, it might have been a little bit much because the day of the race, I um, I didn't feel great. Yeah. I was warming up and um, just like not super comfortable a little bit of pain yeah. the the whole time and then um started doing strides was just i think i think because i felt nervous and because i like wanted to do well i could actually feel the pain more so yeah. i just kept telling myself you know this is your brain playing tricks on you just <laughs> relax yeah. um and and joe could sort of tell that i i wasn't really looking great and told me to relax and just right. warm up slowly just like let it come to me and i did that and um I felt pretty normal running in a straight line. Yeah. That if the race was straight, I would have been great. But <laughs> the really, turn, yeah. the turns, like you know, and also race tactics and of race like tactics moving around and, people and, that and everything. Was, yeah, that was honestly my um, what I was most concerned about yeah. is the jostling in the fifteen, and right. um, especially at an Olympic Games, everyone is so desperate to perform well that especially in the 15, it can be pretty bouncy, um, pretty pushy. Mm -hmm. So I positioned myself in a, what, you know, in a safe spot. And, um, every time I'd go around a turn, you know, I'm pretty much running bone on bone, um, at that point. So that didn't feel great. Uh, And every turn just kind of got progressively worse. And, uh, then there was a fall next to me and I kind of had to juke around that. And that was pretty much the nail in the coffin for me. Um, and it, it took a lot to, 
uh, finish the last lap and not walk. I just kept telling myself, try not to show pain on your face and, and not walk. Um, but yeah, you know, it ended up being a good experience and I was so glad that I was out there for sure. I don't, I don't know if it's just recency bias, but it seemed like this Olympics, there were so many more falls in really every event, especially the 15 than any other world yeah. championships or Olympics. And yeah. it was just, it was nuts, I guess combination of the races being more tactical and slower and just, yeah. And I, I think a lot of it is, I guess my, my read of the situation is that we were so desperate for this Olympics. Yeah. True. We're desperate for true. international competition. Everybody's been working so, 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 so hard and you don't want to miss a moment. So it makes you be a little bit riskier with like how you're going to move and push and box and, and like exactly. get out of spaces. So I think, I think a lot of it was just psychological. Like people were just trying, True. they just like desperately, desperately, desperately wanted to perform well. So yeah. 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 So before the injury happened, what goals had you set for yourself? Heading yeah. Into I wanted the to make the final. That yeah. was my big goal. Yeah. And, um, I felt like I had, uh, my season was like really up and down and, and didn't, wasn't going the way that I wanted to, but I spent, um, I mean, every day of the season, but then particularly the last month, um, in San Maritz, just like really wiping my mental slate clean mm -hmm. and, uh, doing some really awesome workouts and doing stuff that like I'd never been able to do before. So I was really looking forward to, to that. And I was just in such a, a great place that like, Hey, you know, things can go, not your way. Right. But when you show up to the Olympics, like everybody has a fresh, fresh clean slate and can exactly. do, can do anything. So that's kind of where I was leading into it and in a, in a really good place physically and mentally. So, um, yeah, the Olympic final in the 15, uh, is still, still elusive. So yeah. I have yeah. to try, try again. <laughs> well, you only have to wait three years <laughs> yeah. this time, which yeah, is yeah, great. Yeah. And then in each year ahead of that, something to look forward to with yes. world championships yeah. too. So that's going to be huge. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, now, now it being August and the world championships a ways away. I mean, you're pretty confident you can make the full recovery, you know, ahead of this coming outdoor season or. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting. I think there for my entire career, I've been like really pushing it and really, um, almost like risky with my recovery from injuries. So right now I'm not even focused on that. Okay. I just, yep. all I care about is that this, meniscus attaches to my bone and, uh, that's all I can really do. So today, you know, I'm focused on, all right, can I, uh, can I drive a car? So yep. <laughs> just really one day the, at a time the little and things, yeah. little things. So yeah, of course that's always the goal, but, yeah, um, yeah. I'm being pretty, pretty slow with, with my brain, giving it some rest. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Well, best, best wishes to you. Best Thanks. wishes in the recovery. And yeah. Yeah. Enjoy as we were talking about before we started recording and just enjoy the, the one chance in your life to be somewhat lazy. Yeah. You know? It's kind of As awesome. you said, you had one yeah. day off where you, you know, felt sorry for yourself and then you got right back into cross training. I think that's like true of anyone who's serious about running is yeah. like, we, we see cross training as like a recovery day, but in reality, it's not really a no. full recovery day. So, you know, try to enjoy it at least yeah. to some extent. I will. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks.